home to elaborate tropical storms. Oh, all other tropical storms must bow before El Nino. Yo soy El Nino. For those of you who don't habla Espanol, El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. Los Livingston Brothers. It's Spanish for the Livingston Brothers. On Sonoma Sun FM, KSVY 91.3 FM, Sonoma. Now third down and five. Empty backfield, 4K in the slot to the left. Butler will take it himself. Into the end zone for a Bears touchdown. Third down snap. Sanchez to the end zone over Arrington and... We're, we're going to bring that one out again. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome to Los Livingston Brothers. Fresh off the heels of the best weekend in football all year, it's Tim Livingston with Pete Livingston. We make up Los Livingston Brothers. Hola. Hola. Bienvenidos a Los Livingston Brothers. Like I said, we're gonna bring we're gonna bring that San Antonio home sound around again. That was just so incredible. You guys got listen towards the end of the call. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just listen for the end of the call. We're, we're sitting here. I'm I'm picking out highlights for tonight, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, we get we get we get to about this part, and then just listen. I mean, that's awesome. That's Antonio Holmes getting he had it was a fantastic catch first off. I don't know if you guys actually saw the catch. I was working. But it was a fantastic catch. He was in the back corner of the end zone. It really reminded a lot of people, wasn't as great, but of the, the touchdown catch he made in Super Bowl forty three. The Steelers against against Arizona. But knee came down, back left corner of the end zone. I mean it was a perfect ball by Mark Sanchez. It was a fantastic game today. Um, but that yell I told you. That was Santonio? That was Santonio. Ah, I love it. I'll tell you what. There's ever a reason why you need those satellite things right up there. There you go. Because you get Santonio home sitting on his butt, slamming the ball in his hand and going, yeah! That's what the NFL is all about. That is what the NFL is all about. But uh, but yeah, so welcome to week two of Los Livingston Brothers. We welcome you to the proceedings. And uh, I'll tell you what. Hold on. We got to... Stop this. And then, and we also, as we normally do, like to welcome uh, Gus Johnson to the proceedings. Thank you, Gus. How you doing, Gus? Looking good, Instant Gus. Instant classic! That's right. All our shows are instant classics, Gus. The great Gus Johnson with us every week here on Los Livingston Brothers. I'm trying to figure out which headset is yours, Petey. Having a little technical difficulty. No, it's not technical there. difficulties. Is Gotta that get it? my volume up. There we go. Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. up. What? Turn my headphones up. What? We're, We're going to talk about that. I got into Chappelle's show this past week for the first time in a long time. I have some comments about Chappelle's show. Ten I'm years, always on the ten years later. Oh yeah. No, we'll you want to bring there. up Chappelle's show? I'll yeah. talk about Chappelle's show. But we're going to open up the lines to 
The area code is 707-933-9133. One more time. 707-933-9133. Kind of give you a rundown of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to start off with sports as we normally do, talk about the NFL playoffs, um, talk about especially what happened today. I don't think anyone expected what happened up in Foxborough. No, my picks. Yeah. Oh, we oh, sucked. Man. We just <laughs> our picks suck. You, you, no, gonna, I think I think you did better than me. Well, I didn't pick the I Jets. I did good. I killed in the Golden Globes. Not so much. Yeah. I need to just. I didn't pick the Jets, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't pick the Jets. I didn't pick the Steelers. I think we both picked the Ravens. I picked the Ravens. I picked the Ravens. But um, and I picked the Seahawks to beat Chicago, and they they they. Completely I thought you just, had Chicago. I had Seattle. I thought I was just an idiot. No. Man. But then I think we were all smart enough to pick Green Bay over Atlanta. Yeah, I picked I yeah. picked Green Bay. Yeah, that was a game. I'll tell you what. But yeah, so we're open up the the phone lines for that seven zero seven nine three three nine one three three. Call in, and uh, we'll get you in to talk about either the uh, the playoffs, and uh, we'll talk about the Golden Globes that happened tonight. And at eleven twenty tonight, our friend Gibby Zia from SNKCapcom dot com will be joining us live to uh, discuss uh, some really cool things going on down in Southern California in the gaming scene. And uh, a good friend of ours, and he runs a really cool website. Yeah, great uh, website. Great guy. Really intelligent. Knows a lot about a lot of things. Great man. Give you Zia. And we already already have a caller. Now, remember the rules for these calls coming in. No seven dirty words, nothing like that. But uh, we will bring you on. And uh, you can enjoy us here on we Los Livingston Brothers. or may not sweet talk with we you. We might. We might. Caller, you're live on the air. Hello? Sir, turn down your radio. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing real good. Good, good. What can we help you out with tonight? I was uh, calling and talk about their Chappelle show. Uh, the Chappelle show, huh? Oh, yeah. I love that show right there. Yeah. Who's this calling right now? Uh, Mike Honcho. <laughs> my concho i saw oh, no. you didn't you pose for playgirl you did didn't you a long time ago my concho or is that someone else named my concho i think i think we're having some technical difficulties there caller yes, sir. caller are you still there yes turn that tur- turn down the radio listen to your phone that way you won't get behind in the times here so but yeah, okay. you uh, you we're, we'll get into Chappelle's show here right now. Actually, at the start and then get into the playoffs. Go ahead, talk about it. Yeah, I love their Chappelle show. Dave Chappelle, real funny guy. Yeah, that? yeah, no, he is. He's 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 a very funny guy. I think we all miss him. And now, Tim, what were yeah, you what, went down to Africa or something like that? Yeah, it's something like that. They, they said South South Africa, something like that. Now, what yeah. brought up the you were watching yeah. what episode of Chappelle's show? Well, no, I was um I got through season one and two this week. I was. Oh, so you just watched the whole. You I just like, watched you the just whole sat thing. down and just watched nothing but Dave Chappelle and for like a week. The Wayne Brady episode. The Wayne Brady six, episode. Six six years later. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank you for calling in, caller, sharing us the Chappelle show. Love, we appreciate it. Love you, Tim. I love you, Tim. This is Ryan. Thank you very much, you guys. Getting the uh, love. Yeah. Getting the love. Los Livingston Brothers out not there. Not even 10 minutes into we're the not. show. We got our first official caller. One car. Remember, we're counting cars out here, here tonight. West Napa Street, the quietest One street car. in Sonoma on Sunday night. One Two caller. cars. Three cars. Remember, if you're listening, honk those horns. We want to hear those horns honking. But uh, back to the playoffs tonight. Uh, coming off the four games, we have two six seeds in the conference championships. We have the Packers in the NFC. We have the Jets in the AFC. 
And I just don't think anyone thought the Jets, after talking all that junk, everybody's saying, oh, they're talking too much. Belichick, the silent assassin's going to go up there, and they're just going to take it to the Jets like the, they did on Monday night when it was 45-3. to and the, I was one of those people. And we, were, we both were two of those people. But uh, I can't believe it. I, I'm still stunned. Uh, I mean, I didn't get a chance to see the game. Of course, I was working. So I, I didn't get We it. both were working. We were I didn't both get to working. See it either. But we were following the game on the computers at work. And, you know, every time you get a break, you kind of go over and check and see what the scores. You have other people who are checking them for you and letting them know. And, I mean, we saw the score. And, you know, the Jets up 7-3 to three in the first half. That's not a big deal. Then they go up 14-3 at half. And you're like, okay. Well, what are they going to do in the second half? Because the Patriots are such a good second-half team. And the Patriots shut them down in the third quarter, came back with a touchdown, got the two-point conversion, made it 14-11. But then both teams stalled offensively. And then the Jets all of a sudden come back out, score the touchdown, make it 21-11. And then it came down to the Patriots, not in a hurry-up mode, down 10 points. They have a long drive. And then on 4th and 13, Deion Branch in that left side has a pass go right through his hands and drops to the ground. Son of a biscuit. And then the Jets come back, score. Uh, or excuse me, Patriots go down, make it to 21-14 on a field goal. And then on the onside kick, Antonio Cromartie, instead of recovering he and took just it like falling, 20, he took it back. Yards and he took it like back to about the Patriots 25 or so. And then two plays later, Sean Green runs in. It's all of a sudden yeah. 28-14, and you're thinking, well, the you know the game's over. The Patriots do get a score, but it's 30 seconds left to go, and you're in a less than one percent chance of winning there. And it it just it turned into the upset of the playoffs. Even I think it's even bigger than Seattle beating New Orleans because the no, more it was you, way bigger that yeah the more you think about it, everyone says oh Seattle's seven to nine. They they you know they but they were at home yeah which they I think they lost what once yeah twice, they, maybe they were facing a dome team coming off a short week and then you know they are a team that played the Saints well all season long now they played the Bears well but the Bears have been practicing in those elements all week in Chicago when it was twenty five degrees and snow flew well and just Seattle was just absolute and, garbage and then Seattle just, on the road they just, just they're not. Not good. The other game today, you know, we talked about Seattle. They just they were down twenty eight nothing, and this is the part where even though they ended up scoring twenty four points in the, th- the fourth quarter, they're down twenty eight nothing, and you're going to kick a field goal. Yeah, down twenty eight nothing. That's like instead the morality of going for it on fourth. Know? It's like wow. So you can't say that you got shut out. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, and then you why. come back and see. You know, Chicago's playing. Uh, you know, away off the ball, and it's thirty-five-three, and then they come back and score a couple times quickly, and you're starting to think, "Oh man, what if they go for it there?" All of a sudden, it, they're you know thirty-five twenty-eight, but you know that's what happens. You know, it's just you know, Pete Carroll, not the smartest move in the world, going for a field goal down twenty-eight nothing, and that's what they get. So they'll face the Green Bay Packers, who whooped the Falcons on Saturday. Yeah. It was. It was no, that nuts. wasn't even a game. I didn't even. It was. Eric Weems had the kickoff return. It was fourteen seven, and then the Falcons never saw the end zone or field goal again. The rest of the game, it was done. The Packers just shut them down. Yeah, I don't know. Clay Matthews had a monster yeah, game. Yeah. I don't know how many times they sacked Matt Ryan, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Clay Matthews yeah. had like two, three sacks, and then Aaron Rodgers had a fantastic. He's playing better. I think of the four quarterbacks remaining, 
You have Roethlisberger, Sanchez, Rodgers, or or Cutler. You want Aaron Rodgers oh, yeah. out of those but, four. I mean, but the, the, it's not the big surprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got the sixth seed because of the record, but they aren't the big surprise. Everybody no. knew they're finally healthy. They got yeah. everybody back. Yeah, BJ Rodgers a house. The, he had, I think he had, a, yeah, he had a sack yesterday's game as well. He did. No, he was and, a badass. And, and you get all these people back mm-hmm. from a team that that got into the playoffs finally. Uh-huh. Uh, that, what was it like the last week they got into the playoffs? Yeah, because they were actually playing Chicago. Chicago was really trying to win that game because they wanted to try and get the number one seed in home but, field yeah, throughout the playoffs. But they lost. They lost ten to three, and. Green Bay really took that win to heart because they had to win and they had to get some help they from got Tampa help Bay and losing. They and no, Tampa Bay won. Tampa Bay won, but that's, they lost the tiebreaker to yeah. Green Bay. Yeah, and then um, whoever whoever the other nine and seven, oh, the Giants, the poor New York Giants, nine and four with three, or nine and four with three weeks ago. Then you have the Eagles with the Deshaun Jackson touchdown. That sent them into a downward the, yeah, spiral, the and then they lose to the the, the, punt return, the Washington yeah. Redskins in week six, week seventeen. We love the Redskins. We're fans of the Just Washington Redskins. Just playing the spoilers, but this, they got nothing know. to play for. But, uh, but yeah, so the the four games, and then obviously the Ravens yesterday. Man, a couple of big drops there. TJ I'm glad House. I missed that game. Yeah. I'm glad I was working. It was a good game. If I though. watched that collapse. Uh, very good game. Steelers come back with a big play at the end and and win. You know. Uh, but man, Baltimore really could have had that, and they let slip right through their fingers. TJ House of Mozilla, Hoosh Manzada, Hoosh Magilla, House of Mozilla, championship, yeah, whatever, uh, right through his hands. And the first thing I thought about when that happens, like that's why Pete Carroll cut your ass. Yeah, if I ever play, if I ever pick up Madden football again, I'm trading him away <laughs> immediately. Just releasing him, outright releasing him. Not um, about not. To, no. But you just talk about it. what a wordless pickup. Yeah, I mean and he was expected to be their third receiver. Tro- just atrocious. Yeah. Derek Mason came back and just and he I was way better than him. I don't even way know better. why. Um, just yeah, get that, rid of him. Don't bring him team, back next year. That team has gotten frightfully old. They have a great running back duo. Well, they've been old, they're, but they're now. They're, it's like they're ancient. All those, all those, the DBs aren't there. I mean, Ed Reed played half a season. He was fantastic for half mm-hmm. a season, but I think he's very close to hanging it up. I think Ray Lewis could play until he's 45. Ray, I Lewis, don't care. Ray Lewis will be one of those freak guys. He'll yeah. probably play for another three, four yeah. years. He's he's just a special person as far as football my room, goes. My old roommate Orlando always called him fat. I don't think. No. He always no. called him the fat guy. He's not fat. No, he's not. He's Orlando, just, if you're listening, he's not fat. He's got three necks. He's not fat. But but I, I just I don't see what the Ravens are going to do next year on that defense. They have Haloti Nada, who is a who's a stud. They signed Terrell Suggs to that long term deal, which is a big thing. Um, but no, we all know fine. it's unguaranteed. But you know what I think is gonna is gonna be a, a, a really big thing. We're not going to talk about free agency yet. But man, oh man, when they start talking about uh, when the lockout, because they need to get the CBA done. I mean, it's going to be big news. What's going to happen to a lot of these teams? It is. That's this next year. You'll well. I think it's going to affect a lot of things. It's going to affect the draft. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect a lot of deci- decisions that teams are going to make. Yeah. This whole, the, all the negotiations that are be mm-hmm. going on as soon as the Super Bowl is over. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, and that's, that's why. For sure. That's why I think it was downplayed when Andrew Luck decided to go back to school because that he was in a tough spot because. Uh, 
he was in a position where if he came out, he's the de facto number one pick. The Panthers said they would take him. Mm-hmm. And they he wouldn't was, trade they regardless wouldn't trade. of any offers. His, they would not trade. Yeah, for the, the start for him was three first-round picks, yeah. which is ridiculous. But for him, it might be worth it. And then you're looking at a team that all of a sudden is thinking, oh, man, we're going to get that franchise quarterback. We don't think Jimmy Clausen's the guy. To Andrew Luck realizing that because he has to make a decision before anything about the CBA even gets talked about, He's like, well, you know what? If I go back to school, I can get my degree. I can play football with all my friends who came in from that recruiting class and turn it to one of the best Stanford's ever had. And, oh, even if Jim Harbaugh leaves, I can still play for a national championship. And that's the truth. He's going to come back. He's going to have the chance to play for a national championship. Stanford will be a top five school coming in next year. Mm-hmm. And Oregon will be the only team in the Pac-10 that's going to have an answer for them, I think. But the other thing is, is Oregon, you know, I don't know what their offense is going to look like. I don't know if they're going to try and change things up because we're, you know, we'll segue right into the national championship before we talk about next week and the, the championship series. That game against Auburn, we both, we both watched it. Oregon, while they were fast... I just don't think they realized how big Auburn was. That front seven, Nick Fairley was a man amongst boys. No, he did. He looked great. Yeah. And if you want to man talk, man crush, big time man crush on. It's a, I just was yeah. praying to God that he would somehow fall to the Niners, but yeah. it's not going to happen now. Well, the thing not is, that game. Carolina has the number one pick, and Ron Rivera just got signed to be their new head coach. Yeah, but he plays a three-four defense. He's not going to try and implement a four-three. Fairly is best as one of those two defensive tackles in a four three because he'll get single coverage against the guy and he can just plow th- you know mm-hmm. plow through him in a three four where he's going to face double and triple teams a lot. I don't think he's going to be at his best. So Carolina, I think, is out of the running for him as a three four, the you know a defensive tackle nose tackle, and I kind of think he's going to fall down. And you might see some teams. I think Arizona. You know, I, I could see him going yeah. to Arizona. This is this is what's funny. I, I'm trying to. I need. I need to take a look at this. I want to make sure. But does my spider senses truly tell me? Uh, I'm pretty sure Detroit has the number two pick in the upcoming draft. I'm trying I'm trying to figure this out. I thought it was the Broncos. No, the Broncos, Broncos do. Yeah. Yeah, see, it. Fair, fairly fairly would go to Currently. number 2. And you know, the good thing about the Broncos is now they can get themselves a really staunch defensive tackle which they haven't had in a long time. Elvis Dumerville is a great defensive end. He comes off the end real fast. He's undersized, but they don't have a stud defensive tackle. So, uh actually, I'm wrong. The Lions they're going to pick 13th. So, um but uh but yeah, so it looks like Nick Fairley will be going to the Denver Broncos, which uh, which would make all the sense in the world. So, but is it it is 11:20. You're listening to Los Livingston Brothers on the Sonoma Sun FM, KSVY 91.3 FM. Tim Livingston Pete Livingston with you here, and I think it is time things are for, about to get a little hairy. They are on those Livingston Brothers. I think They're jo- about to get a little hairy. Think joining us live now from his cozy confines of his cave in Southern California is the website manager of SNKCapcom.com. Administrator. 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 He's hairy. He's lovable. It's Mr. Gibby Zia. Gibby, how you doing? 
I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Thank you for joining us. And for those of you who don't know, Gibby is the man behind our fantastic intro. Gibby, you know, round of applause. Fantastic. I do a great Chris Farley impersonation, don't I? You oh, do? Oh, yeah. That you was do. great. That was vintage Chris Farley. Classic. Gus there likes you go. it. Winston Classic. Gus likes it. Um, that's fantastic. But Gibby, he was he's been a, a guest on our podcast online at loslivingstonbrothers.com. Frequent guest. Both the first two shows will go up this week on loslivingstonbrothers.com. We're going to make sure that happens for you. And it uh, should be a lot of fun as we continue to, do, to do, do these shows on a weekly basis here from the Sonoma Sun FM radio station in beautiful downtown Sonoma. Que bueno. Que bueno. Buenos dias. Buenos noches. So, Gibby, um, you know, the, one of the reasons we wanted you on is because you broke some news on Wednesday. Uh, and for Pete, definitely, the money he spent down there when he was at Cal State Fullerton, this place about a 20-minute drive from his house, uh, one of the, the better arcades, is a legendary arcade in California, Arcade Infinity, uh, had closed its doors, but you reported on Wednesday on your website that uh, a, a chance at a reopening. And I guess uh, what we'd like to do is, with this Los Livingston Brothers exclusive, like to kind of pick your brain about what exactly happened, what transpired with all this. Well, uh, basically the county was trying to pressure uh, the owner of Arcade Infinity to uh, renew his business license. No, oh, the man and, trying to keep trying to keep yeah. a brother down. And Gibby, yeah, pretty much. Want to remind you, this isn't like our normal podcast where we have free reign on the language barriers because we know we get a little fruity with our language. Yeah, so, I, I know. Hey, I know. Thank I you. Heard, <laughs> I wanted to word. throw that out there, Pete. Don't say that. Thank you. But I can still talk freaky to you, right? Oh hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Down, yeah. down. If we had my iPod, R. Kelly would be playing under this entire conversation. But sorry, go ahead, Gibby. I interrupted you. I wanted to just make sure that we knew the rules here. Okay. Um, yeah, basically, uh, the owner was being pressured by the county uh, to renew his license because he hasn't renewed it in quite some time, actually. Um, I don't know exactly how long it's been, but they were trying to charge him uh, an arm, a leg, another leg, and probably his other one, too. Uh <laughs> He's a, so he's they were going to close their doors uh, last night, actually. Mm-hmm. They were oh, wow. planning a, like a going-out-of-business blowout and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, the owner of uh, the Diamond Plaza, the guy, um, the shopping mall that Arcade Infinity is in, mm-hmm. decided that, you know what, I know how much money uh, the arcade brings to my other businesses because all the arcade goers go to, like, yeah. Very uh, what is it? The, all the food courts and what's the, what's the shabu shabu restaurant that's yeah, over there? Yeah, like the the little Tokyo shabu shabu yep. and Gibby yeah. and I. We we went to a few of the little noodle houses and stuff like that there. And, yeah, uh, just a bunch of restaurants. Yeah, and I mean, let, let's face it. Like all all the people that go into the arcade, we're all nerds, and yeah. the majority of nerds tend to love eating Asian food. Yeah, so <laughs> that's right. This that's this right. is this is not a lie. It's not a stereotype. No, sir. No, I'm a nerd. I love me some ramen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he decided that uh, he's going to help keep them afloat for uh, the next couple of months. I don't know exactly how long it's going to be, but uh, it's it was big enough, or it's going to be long enough uh, for them to warrant uh, getting uh, the latest Street Fighter, uh, Super oh. Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition. Oh, wow, very nice. So they actually set that up on the day they were originally going to close, and they got... Uh, I wasn't there, but all my friends that were there said it was uh, it was packed and it smelled rank. 
Oh, well, oh, that's, that's, that's fantastic. What you, yeah. you hit up those those cramped arcades, man. You get the BO. Yeah. The natural, it's bad. The natural smell. El natural. Those guys who decided not to shower the day before but were so excited to play Arcade Edition that they just go down there and, well, deodorant is scarce. It, it is what Gibby and I like to call the Evo, Evo. Funk. The Evo <laughs> Funk. Evo Funk. Oh, gosh. You only experience it at gaming events, gaming gatherings, and gaming locations. There you go. Yeah, but um, and I heard, and and that's why when I when uh, I got the text that it was going that AI was going to remain open, I was surprised because I heard they were going to be uh, selling their their machines <laughs> and yeah, uh, and and well, just I mean they were just gonna just like a a, a complete. You know, liquidation yeah, and of Pete, the arcade. And Pete and I were going to drive down and get one of those SSF four cabs. Man, we're going to put it in our garage. Yeah. Well, um, originally he was planning on moving up to um, uh, it was Covina. Oh yeah. But uh, I guess I guess he couldn't find a solid location there, so mm. he said he was just going to start. He was going to shut down, and start selling things. Uh, don't get me wrong; I was interested in actually buying a cab too, but you know, I mean, it's good that they're not closing down. Yeah. But we all miss out on. Deal, I guess. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, now for those of you who don't know where Arcade Infinity is, it's in it's in Diamond Bar, correct? Yeah. It's, it's, it's in uh, it's uh, Roland Heights. Roland Heights. Roland Heights, Heights, which is right next to yeah, Diamond past, Bar. Past Diamond Bar. And basically, Roland Heights is in the it's in East Orange County. It's right there on the by San Dimas. For those of you who are Ted and you know Bill and Ted, excellent adventure fan, San Dimas, of course. The city where the two bros hung out and went on their time traveling adventures. Most excellent adventures. That's right. This is just south of that, off the old fifty seven mm-hmm. there. Kinda like you're heading out to LA. Mm-hmm. And this and this is kinda it's really neat. It's in this elbow basically, where you get to decide if you're gonna go to LA or if you're gonna go out into the old Mojave Desert. And it's this little shopping center and in the far corner of it on the top floor at the top of these stairs is this arcade. And like you said, it's kinda small. For my Apple Store folk out there, think of it about as big as the Apple Store, but with about 40 arcade cabs in front and center when we went there. When I went down for your graduation, not graduation, but for your birthday, yeah. they had two SF4 cabs right there in front, and there were about 30 people around the dang things. So yeah. this is, you know, and Gibby brought it up mainly because you know, this is really important to a lot of the gaming community in Southern California. Well, it's but yeah. in the just. Almost the the nostalgic mm-hmm. part of it. There there is yeah. kind of a, you know the 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 eighties, late eighties, early nineties when arcades were thriving and huge businesses. There's there's not too many of those out there anymore. And and Gibby knows there's a there's a couple arcades down there. Uh, Family Fun Arcade yeah. is one. You know, Arcade Infinity is another. And there were a few others. They may have shut down. Gibby would probably know. He's been down in Southern California. But, like, Super Arcade and some of the other yeah. places. Um, they're, like, staples mm-hmm. in, in the fighting game community. Each one kind of has its own little niche. You know, Family Fun for years. Was, was the uh, place. Was um for Street Fighter Three Third Strike. And then you had AI kind of turn into like a yeah. King of Fighters and and then uh, Street Fighter Four, and then Family Fun Arcade was actually also up our way. It was in either Mountain View or Sunnyvale, one of the two, and that's where they held the first, uh, not Evo, but it was the, the Battle of the Battle Bay. of the Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Battle of the Bay, yeah. and uh, that was the first major tournament 
for fighter, fighting games out there. And it basically turned that into a uh, – it uh, turned into a pretty big uh, – it, it turned into a really big uh, deal, so – it uh, it was really it was uh, it was cool to hear that an arcade such as this uh, was able to be brought back basically by the owner being smart enough to know just how much business it brought in. Well, and the mm-hmm. fact that the community backed it, I think I think that Gibby can attest to that. That yeah, the, the, community. the community was mm-hmm. really really outspoken on this. They they didn't want to sit down and let the arcade go away. They wanted to make sure it stayed somehow. Um, there were several people who uh, they said they donate to help keep it open. But, I mean, I'm sure that it costs a lot for rent, electricity, and all that in mm-hmm. that location. It's like a really, really ritzy location. Yeah, it is. It's in a prime so, spot. It really is. It's right there yeah. off of the freeway. It's off the 60 freeway. And it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's 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 one of the main entrances to the upper level of the shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right up yeah. at the at the top of the stairs. Yeah. There sits AI. Yeah, it's the first thing people see when they go upstairs. So. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, Gibby, we were, we're kind of talking about, you know, you you said that they were coming out with the arcade edition of, of Super Street Fighter Four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically, what's the reception been so far with yet another souped-up version of what's turning into be a, like a genre-saving franchise now that the Street Fighter Four game has made itself known these last couple of years. Well, it's it's getting mixed reactions. Uh, people. Have been playing like uh, Mike Ross, for instance. Mm-hmm. He's been playing uh, E Honda for yeah. uh, since Street Fighter Four, the original Four, mm-hmm. and he's loved them. But they Capcom decided to uh, tone them down and make them like not so good in this one. Hmm. So it's kind of frustrating him. So uh, some people are saying he may change his character, and other people are actually doing the same thing. Um, they don't like the changes that have been made to their character, mm-hmm. so they're switching to. Uh, Yun and Yang, the two new characters. Thing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the praying game. that they're going to be third strike quality, yeah. basically. And that's huh? the thing. I mean, these third strike guys coming in the fold. I mean, third strike for years was the premier Street Fighter game. I mean, people still love Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, you know, the classic that's been around for 15 years now. But mm-hmm. but now that you got these Street Fighter 3 third strike guys in there, it kind of makes the game... I don't know about unbalanced, but you kind of sense there's an unbalanced, like a Kind of the the game is leaning towards like the new guys being more powerful than the established players. Uh, it's still too early to tell. Yeah. Uh, from from all the videos and all the uh, reactions, it's everyone makes it sound as if uh, they're both uh, better than pretty much everyone else in the cast. Mm-hmm. But it's like I said, it's still too early to tell. Things can change like each day. Each day, something new is discovered that okay. can help like change a character dramatically. That's true, and and just the fact that you any time one of these new releases or you know you have uh, four, then super, and then you have AE coming out, and it's just the fact that you have so many the the, the tier list can change yeah. almost on a daily to weekly basis, yeah. just because there new stuff gets found out every day. Yeah, and 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 we saw a prime example. Of uh, the tier list getting thrown out the window was just this past Evo. Gibby was there. Yeah, it was with, all over the board with, with, with Gamer B playing uh, uh, Adon. Adon, and, yeah. and it's you know what I mean? it's it, it's all about yeah. you know your character and how they play. And like Gibby was saying, it's so early. And yeah. I mean, anytime something comes out, you yeah. can't 
you know, it's way too early to, to say what's the best for this yeah. or what's the best well, for that. But. With Evo being in six, seven months now, it's going to give a lot of people some time to get used to it before the big tournament in Vegas. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how much this plays different than Super because you and I sat down and played it. And I, had, I really had to get used to the game again after not playing it for a while. And I kind of I want to see what the difference is between the more I play Super Street Fighter Four. If that's going to be a difference than say AE, if it's just going to be basic character to character, or if the entire game is going to be different. But like you said, I think it might be too early to tell that. And right now, away. Give, do you know off the top of your head? Do you know if uh, what Evo is going to be going with for? Uh, no, but um, usually they go with. Uh, they're most likely going to go with Super, mm-hmm. but um, there's a rumor going about that uh, Arcade Edition is going to be uh, available for downloadable content in, um, in between May and July. See, that's what I was thinking, because if it's available to the home player somewhat soon, then... Because the other thing, too, is that they might just be an invitational. They might just do an AE invitational to the yeah, to the top guys. Was, the exhibition. Yeah the, yeah, the exhibition. They yeah, did that, that for a That would probably be the best thing to do. Because uh, basically, right now, uh, the only locations that really have arcade edition is uh, there's we have about four or five locations here in SoCal that have it. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys up in NorCal have one or two. We have one. Yeah. Uh, San Rafael, uh, right? Milpitas Golfland, right? No, it's yeah, Milpitas. Yeah, that's right. There and uh, that's where they held the uh, Evo North, right? I think yeah. so. Evo, yeah. Evo Bay Area. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that, and then um, there's a couple areas in Texas, New York, and I think that's about it. I, yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, I'm only talking about the U.S. Yeah, well, it's an, it's an expensive cab. It's probably the most expensive cab to buy on the market about, right now. It's like fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, especially because they want to get two cabs and link them up. So, yeah. Uh, well, what our kids are doing now, uh, Pete, I'm sure you know. You saw AI. They have like two two cabinets hooked up to like two uh, Westinghouse TVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, just, they just split it there. It, it makes. It makes it much much more cost efficient because you buy the board for about four to six grand, and you already have uh, the arcade cab with you. You don't have to go pay another four to eight grand for an arcade cabinet. That is just going to take up more room and eat up more money. Yeah, you're seeing more and more. I've noticed, especially up here. I um, would go to Starbase, and you're seeing more and more people build cabs by hand yeah. instead of going with. Even though there's they're they're, they're shoddy. Just absolutely gor- gorgeous. The 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 um. What are they? Uh, Gibby, you know, balsa wood, not balsa. No, the, no, the 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 Japanese cabs. What are they? Oh, Vulix. Those things. The oh, man. Yeah, Vulix. Those, aren't those, those plastic? Are um, aren't those plastic yeah, cabs? I don't remember. Uh, I'm. Uh. I don't feel it. I just play. Okay. So, I thought, I I thought mean, for whatever reason the casing was plastic. I, I could be wrong though. Well, uh, most Japanese cabinets are. Yeah. Like usually very thin metal, so oh, okay. I mean, I'm assuming this one's metal with like plastic on the exterior or in the front of the exterior. The back of it should most likely be either thick plastic or thin metal. Gotcha. We're talking to Gibby Zia of SNK-Capcom.com, the administrator of the website. He broke the news that Pete's favorite arcade of Southern California, where he put a lot of money, hard-earned financial aid money. I was just going to say, into the, oh my the cabs God. there at when, Arcade Infinity just outside of Fullerton, California. When I found out about AI, 
and I got those student those student loan checks. <laughs> and you realize oh you're 15 minutes God. away from the damn place. And it didn't help oh, when man. when four came out and it was like a dollar a play. Oh yeah, and you're just like Phew, 20 bucks later. Yeah, no, that you, was... you better hope you're getting some weak guys in there on a roll. So, but Gibby, uh, before we let you go here, we have a couple more minutes before we have to kind of finish up with what we were talking about tonight. Um, well, on the on the horizon, you know, Evo's still while you know way ways off in Vegas again this year. Keeps on growing. We, we talked about it in previous podcasts how this is almost like a World Series of Poker type thing where it just seems G four covering it this year. Uh, early on, you know, early feelers out there for Evo in 2011. You talked about Street Fighter kind of being on the edge if it's going to be super or if Arcade Edition will come out early enough for players to play. Uh, what what are you hearing so far about the preparations for Evo 2K11? Um, well, everything I'm hearing is all mixed things. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the committee decides which games they want in there, and I know they're deciding on the games right now because I'm actually trying to help get uh, King of Fighters 13 into uh, the tournament. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's, it's 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 mixed. It's going okay, and at the same time, it's not. Yeah. But from what uh, people are telling me. Uh, I mean, games that you know that are locked, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, that's, that's going to be out in like three weeks, I think. Yeah, February 15th. Yeah, okay, that, that's a lock. That's uh, definitely in there. Um, Tekken 6. Yep. That's definitely going to be in there. Uh, I don't know about uh, Street Fighter HD Remix. That may be really? out. Wow, that would be a drop. That would be the first time what in in the history of Evo that... That they wouldn't that have, they wouldn't a, have a tur- a turbo, super turbo super in. Turbo, yeah, because yeah, like it's it's dropping in numbers every tournament that yeah. uh, is being held, and it's, uh, a lot of people are losing interest. Most people jump from HD hmm. Remix to Street Fighter Four and yeah. never look back. Yeah, it's almost and too old school now. That's it's, sad because I mean, you and I talked about when we went to Evo in '08, and it was just that was the game that we all, you know, us us this generation about twenty four, twenty five. That when it came out, that was the gold standard for games for fighting mm-hmm. games and it really wasn't touched for a very very long time and yeah that, that was basically the pinnacle of fighting games at the time you, yeah. there was nothing better there so but that is that's kind of sad to hear that this might be the first year we don't have a, a super turbo but uh besides that you said marvel capcom 3 and then of course tekken 6 because you got to get those world players in there all the people then, around the world play it yeah and then one of the street i'm I'm going to say Street Fighter or Super Street Fighter Four, yeah. uh, the one that's on console right now, not Arcade Edition, just okay. because um, even if it does come out in time, uh, there's still no guarantee that it'll be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as for the rest, I don't know. We've got what uh, Arcana Hearts Three was just released in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Melty Blood made it in last year. Yeah, that was it. that was the that was the uh, fans' pick, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marvel's Capcom Two is is done at Evo. They, they retired it last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that, Hollywood. That, that last spot's always. It's just uh, they do. It's a just jumble. Do, they do a vote. They go they from, usually just do a vote, yeah. and yeah. whoever ter- has the biggest turnout usually is who ends up uh, getting the last spot in Evo. Yeah. But it is. It's usually those games, you know, Melty, Blaze Blue, Blaze yeah, Blue, whatever. The games that have the largest community backing, like <clears throat> um, uh, like scenes like okay, uh, SNK, like that I'm in uh, the SNK scene. The community isn't really uh, unified. They're all like basically hate each other. Yeah, that's the way to say it. So it's you. There's a good chance that if it is, if it does come down to a vote, it's going to be um, a Blazulu game, uh, Arcana Hearts, 
possibly Mortal Kombat 9, depending on how good the game is. Um, and uh, what's the other? Uh, the, who knows? Maybe even some random classic game. Mm-hmm. Well, well, at the very least, we know that you'll bring Mark of the Wolves with you, Dave, and we'll have to play some of that. Oh, of course. I'm going to be taking <laughs> I must that. say that... <laughs> The, the the year that Gibby went, I think it was the last summer I was down in Southern California. Gibby didn't show up, and he had, I swear, to, I swear, he had about thirty people wondering where Mark that were the around Wolves the Mark. Were. No, they had Mark of the Wolves, but people were lined up playing Mark of the Wolves. That's outstanding, and they wanted to play Gibby and Nocturnal, the great Nocturnal, who yeah. joined us on our one of our first podcast ever. But mm-hmm. I, I mean. Gibby, you got some people gunning for you. I'm just letting you know. So you better show up with your A game. Oh, I will. I will, and I'll take their money. <laughs> well, Gibby, get that fight money. That's get right. that fight money. Throw them 20s down. Damn right. All right. Well, hey, Gibby, thanks for calling in, man. It was great to talk to you. Remember, for those of you who want to get more information on Arcade Infinity, on Evo, all that stuff, it's www.snk-capcom. Dot com. A great, it's just a great community. Yeah. A bunch of great guys. If you're big, in, you're big into video games, fighting games, whatever you want, you can you know get on the forums mm-hmm. there. You can go to the website, get your news there. Or you can uh, actually you can friend them on Facebook. They have a fan page, right? Yep. That's right. That's how I know it. Got that fan page on that Facebook like Los Livingston Brothers. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Better be adding that Los Livingston Brothers get fan on page. That. Get on, I'm that. on that page. That's right, you are. <laughs> I'm one of your first subscribers. Thank you, Gibby. We appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. You tell greeting. Thank you. That was Stay a great hairy, Gibby. Gibby Zia, man, bringing it, bringing it hard for 20 minutes. Ugh. God, I, I'll tell you what, Gus. Damn right, instant Ugh, classic. Loving it. Eleven forty-one here on uh, Sonoma Sun FM. Tim Livingston with Pete Livingston. It's those Livingston brothers taking to the midnight hour into Monday morning. It is uh, fantastic to be here. Second week here. Call in seven zero seven nine three three nine Let's get to our picks for next week quickly before we hit the Golden Globes. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get to picks. Let's, let's do them picks. Let's do them picks. No, but let's turn on the lights a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Tennessee Championship, the Monsters of the Midway, the Chicago Bears. Da Bears. 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 Cutler. Bears. And then uh, they're facing the Green Bay Packers. Man. I got to go. I'm going pack. (laughs) I'm going pack. I'm sorry. All these teams that I keep hating on win. And I guarantee you, if I pick the Packers, the Bears. Bears. The, if I pick the bear, I'm I'm screwed no matter what. Yeah, you are. I want to. I'm going to pick the Packers. There you go. But but I just bet Chicago's going to win. There you go. I don't know why. I'm picking. I'm picking the Packers though. I'm picking the pack. Pack. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Gobble Swiss gobble. Cheddar. Aaron Rodgers. Cow bear. Butte College. What you know about that? NorCal. That's right. Chico. What? What? He went to not. He didn't go to Chico High. He went to the other high school that's up there. I can't remember it. If you're Chico, folks, 707-933-9133. Jeff Burwell is listening. Aaron Rodgers' knowledge, drop it on us. Yeah, Jeff Burrell, who remembers the one time Aaron Rodgers came into his barbecue joint up in Chico and wishes he had him sign one of the napkins. May or may not have been high. I don't know. (laughs) But the AFC Championship game is now a game that 
uh, as a couple people said, CBS execs have to be drooling over because they get the New York market, they get the Jets in there, Rex Ryan, feet fetish and all. Getting in there. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> getting that in there. Awesome. Mixing it up with Kevin Klemenok's Pittsburgh Steelers. Dude. Josh Huff's Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm telling you, this game has, a, A, the potential to get ugly quickly. Because if there's anything we know about the Jets when they played the pass today is that they will mix fingers and hands up with you. And they'll slap you and all that stuff. They'll try and get you after the whistle. Pittsburgh does not mess around. No, I mean, there's one thing. Yeah. You look at one person. The hair. Who will, <laughs> well, not, not just Troy Palomalu, but just Heinz Ward. Yeah. What he does. I'm, I mean, we've all seen what Cromartie and everybody else can do on receiver. But I don't really know if they've gone up against somebody that will just pop you in the mouth. Yeah. Like Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward against... Uh, well, I don't. I think Darrell Revis is actually going to be across from Mike Wallace. Because yeah, of the I think he'll be factor. on Wallace just because. But of the man, speed. I can't wait to see Cromartie against Heinz Ward because Heinz Ward will slap him upside the head twenty times. Uh, yeah, in that Heinz game. Ward, he does not mess That'd around. Fun. I'm the, picking the Steelers. The Korean bad Sean boy. Sean O'Neill, I know you're mad. I'm picking the Steelers. Haters want to hate. Haters want to hate. Steelers. Steelers. I think the line is seven. I bet uh, six or seven. For all I, you betting folks, that's right. Don't bet illegal in California. Don't do that. Don't do it. Pete, don't do that. Um, I'm but, glad I didn't. Yeah. On I'm telling I you, I think that. Pittsburgh takes that game. I think it's going to be a Pittsburgh-Green <clears throat> Bay Super Bowl in Dallas, which means that everybody in Dallas is going to be mad. Uh, I hate Because it's the Ryan. Steelers and the Packers in Dallas playing for the Super Bowl. That's going to be so funny. Oh, my God. It's just, oh, God. See, I don't know. I just... The more the more hate you throw at Rex Ryan, like the better they play. I don't know how. I don't know how he beat the freaking Patriots today. I just don't know how, but he did it. And you just have so much ammo against him. He's fat. He has a foot <laughs> fetish. He's got a half mullet. He's on his way to the mullet. He had the lap band procedure, and it didn't work out. <laughs> I was just, just going to say, he's still fat. He's but still he's, fat. That dude gets it. He gets down. Oh, man. He just gets his team ready. To, yeah, just, he does. They're like ready to kill people. They are. It's nasty. But uh, but yeah. So I got pack. I got pa- I got a pack. Steelers Super Bowl and it's gonna be badass. It's gonna be like they never they've never met in a Super Bowl. Remember that the pack and the Steelers have never met in a Super Bowl, which would be a first and it would be awesome. You're talking about two of the great Super Bowl franchises of all time who never met in a Super Bowl before. Um, so that's my pick. And if you don't agree with that, then you suck, and you're going to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's science. It's science. You may or may not know that, but this is science. This is science. We only speak the truth here on Those Living Some Brothers. I could be a real nerd and drop stats like DVOA and like all these advanced sabermetric football stats. It's as simple as this. The Steelers are going to be better prepared for the Jets than the Patriots are. That's how I feel. But you know what? We got a caller who wants to get in on this action. Caller, go ahead. You're live on the air. Please turn down your radio and listen to me over your phone. Hello? Hi, how you doing? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, First time listener, first time caller. Fantastic. State your business, sir. Good. We're doing doing well. Phenomenal. uh, Phenomenal. We're we're sitting here in the very cozy 
Sonoma Sun FM studios in you know, downtown Sonoma. I would just like to give props to the caller. I think this is our first caller to ask us how we're doing. Yeah, fan- caller, thank you for being interested in how we're doing. Thank you, caller. Thank I you, thank the you. Caller. Well, I, you know, I try to get into the office, but, you know, second second best would be calling in. How's your toe, Pete? My toe is doing good. Thank you, Mr. Soto. Benny, we appreciate you. <laughs> Benny Soto came up to the window. We were actually in the middle of the conversation with Gibby when he when he came up to the window, and we couldn't acknowledge him. But Benny, a long our, time, he was our first window waver. He was Benny. Benny coming up, giving us props. We really appreciate it. And, and I brought uh, a friend. Yeah. I know Benny A's on the cusp of signing Brian Fuentes. Your thoughts? Who exactly? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They got Hideki Matsui, right though. The way they're rolling, I could really care less. Hey, they're, they have a shot, Benny. Rid of players. It's ugly. Hey, they have a shot. Brett Anderson, Trevor Cahill, don't lose faith in that young pitching, sir. What about Eric Chavez? Oh, oh. Chavo needs to go. He is done. He's, he's, he's done. a free he's agent. He's he done. needs to go. Uh, well, you know what, guys? I really wish you would have let me in because I have a gangload of R. Kelly on my phone. No! Oh. <laughs> Benny, we're going to R. Kelly it up next week. We're gonna next to... week, Benny, our opening, I guarantee you right now, our intro song will be R. Kelly, and it will be dedicated to you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, can I request Ignition? Yes. yes. There you go. Thank Done. you. Benny. Done. Benny coming strong. Benny you know what? Co- if, you, if you started off with Ignition and close it out with I Wish, I will die a happy man. Wow. We may just have to do that. We might have to go. I'm down with going th- off the air with R. Kelly. Yes. I wish. Uh, yeah. if my, we're, it's on my iPod, man. We're going to bring that next week. It is going to happen, Benny. The Benny Soto dedication. There you go. Intro and closing. R. Kelly. I love it. And remember, with it. us being Los Livingston brothers, Benny's one of the people who instilled that Latin flavor into us. That's right. He took me to Primo's. <laughs> de nada. De nada. Bueno, bueno, bueno. Yeah, we're we're sitting in, our, in uh, my friend's car right now, listening to you guys. I told you I would listen. I told oh, you. Oh, you're the man, Benny. You're the man. Seriously, fantastic. Thank you for calling. And uh, dude, R. Kelly next week, you're gonna get some. Trust me. Am I getting bumped off right now? No, but we do. We're up against the clock, man. I got you. I got you. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Benny. Appreciate it, man. All right, take care, guys. The great Benny Soto. Phenomenal man. Fantastic. Phenomenal man. Yeah. But like we said. We are coming against the clock. We did say that we were going to talk about the Golden Globes. This isn't just all sports and video games. We do talk to theater here. I'll tell you what. I am way more (laughs) pleased with my Golden Globe picks than any of my NFL or my national title game picks from last week. Well, it was a night of few surprises. We talked about it. It was the social network's night to lose. I mean, they were going to win basically everything. And uh, we got the winners right here. Um, of course, the best motion picture drama was the social network. Big thing to remember, though, is when it comes to the Oscars, like like we said last week, mm-hmm. for the most part, the Golden Globes are supposed to be the quote-unquote rehearsal yeah. for the Oscars, been... where if you win the Golden Globe, it's almost guaranteed to win the Oscar. But I don't... Lately, that hasn't been the case. Yes. And when you look at... I just recently went and saw um, The King's Speech. Yeah, you did, and I'm very envious. Which was a phenomenal Colin Firth, movie. what a badass he is. And... Got a star on the Walk of Fame this week. Congratulations, Colin Firth. Col- if you're listening, Colin, Colin Firth, Firth, friend of the show. I just want you to know that... If you were listening last week, 
I did predict you taking home You're the gold medal, right. my, my friend. And but here's the thing with the social network, it got a lot of praise, got a lot of critical. You know, it was claimed critically, critically claimed, by everybody, everyone. But I, I still think that the dark horse might be the King's Speech. Yeah. I know that we might hate on it because it is made by our brothers from across the pond. That's right. Jolly old. Now, can I can I counter with that? Counter away. The Queen. Helen Mirren was fantastic. You know what's funny? But it is wasn't that, that that those period piece films. But but the great thing about that, and this is somewhat of a period piece, it's not exactly. But the great thing about that film was a lot like the King's Speech. It was completely held together. By one person's performance. No, but that's the thing. You have to see the King's Speech yeah. because that's not the case. Really? This. This, I mean, Colin Firth and then uh, Rush. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush yeah. plays the the person who works with his uh, speech impediment. He's yeah. not a doctor. But he's just... I'm not spoiling anything in the movie. He's not a doctor. He's just he's just somebody who worked with World War He just plays one in a I. movie. He worked with World War One uh, soldiers who came back and had the yeah post traumatic stress disorder yeah. yeah and uh, he works with the king and he was amazing very good Jeff Rush a great actor don't even think about him as uh, what's his name from the Pirates of the Caribbean you know movies. speaking of knowledge being dropped Here my girlfriend go. Chelsea Claire thank you for listening <laughs> after. After the movie, said, I can't believe that he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Outstanding. Guess who didn't know that? Guess who didn't know that? This guy. What? Did not know that. I didn't put two and two together. Wow. Who's the the tool bag now? This guy (laughs) right here. But going back to the winners is Pete said, Colin Firth won Best Actor in a Drama for King's Speech. Most Best Drama Motion Picture of the Social Network. Best Comedy, and you called it. Pete is a champion. The kids are all right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. So absolutely outstanding. I mean, just uh, I mean, just just fantastic stuff. Just all over the place. Whoa! Wait a minute. We're having some. There it goes. Now you can go back. That's it. That's it. Thank you for that. Um, going through, but best director went to David Fincher with Social Network. Really well, well uh, shot movie. Of course, Aaron Sorkin, best screenplay. About time. Uh, best drama actress, Natalie Portman, Black Swan. That was also another one that I think everybody thought was mm-hmm. a shoe win. Um, and because he had, she had a lot of the. I can't say gratuitous, but she had a lot of sex scenes in that movie. Talked it's, about it. That's what happens. Golden Globes like it. That's that's how that's how that's how it always pans out. Paul Giamatti, who no one wants to see in a sex scene, one for Barney's version. <laughs> um, and that Benning one for the kids are all right. She's going to be a dark horse for that best actress because I, remember I, what she's did I say? never won. Who did I say? By the way, knowledge and that Benning, San Francisco State University alumni. Oh, same as same as Danny Glover. Oh. And the great former mayor, Willie Brown. Oh, Willie that's, Brown. That's outstanding. Former Raider? No, 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 no. Former mayor of Oakland. But he played, he was a defensive back for... The Oakland Raiders. Which is what I said. Oh, former never mind then. Sorry. You're correct. Yeah. But yeah, the former, the greatness of Willie Brown, the best mayor that San Francisco's ever had. Sorry, that man Gavin. can dress. Yes, he can. Golden Globe for best dress. For sure. Willie Brown, and he wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. 
Best Supporting Actor, Christian Bale for The Fighter. I yeah, think everybody thinks that that's, that's – and Melissa Leo for The Fighter. Now, that's something that – I went with um, – Amy Adams. Amy Adams. So you went so, – because you th- I thought they were going to cancel each other out, but you were right. You said that one of the two was going to win, and you went with Amy Adams. I went with Amy Adams, but still, I didn't see that yeah, coming. So. I thought Amy Adams would take it. Yeah. Hands down. Best foreign language film went to an In a Better World. We don't really know about the foreign films. Yeah, I wasn't up on foreign films. Best animated film went to Toy Story 3, which is about as big a shoe-in as Ronald McDonald's shoes. Yeah, as long Um, as Pixar has a movie coming out that year, they usually win. But I was pulling for How to Train a Dragon. Exactly. Great movie. I I uh, haven't seen Toy Story 3. I need to see it. Yeah, see it. But How to Train Your Dragon, I thought, was a Mm Pixar-level It was. Film. DreamWorks sometimes. They stepped up yeah. their game. I, I I still have to say they stepped up their game yeah. uh, with that one. Best original score, ladies and gentlemen, someone from Nine Inch Nails has a freaking golden globe. Trent Reznor and Atticus Frost for The Social Network. It's best score. And then best original song went to the uh, the movie Burlesque, who had three songs out of the five nominated. No, I think, I think two it was or, two. Two or three. Two. Which, I, like, which I said, those, those yeah. music-heavy films... They usually get like two. Yeah. Diane Warren. Uh, Surprise that they didn't have Toy Story on there. They had Tangled, two for burlesque, and then you know Country Strong. Oh yeah, had one. What's two. what? Yeah, and Gwyneth then, Paltrow. And then movie. some something else. But um, so. usually Toy Story gets on there because uh, uh, Newman, Randy Newman, usually does a song or two. Mm-hmm. I guess the big story coming out is uh, Ricky Gervais's monologue. Oh, Ricky monologue. was hilarious for yeah, which you got a chance to see because you were able to. I got to see the to. monologue. I saw the I saw the first few awards and he and was on. Huh? Ricky was he was funny. Now, I remember last year he was very. He just didn't. He took the gloves off with everybody in Hollywood, and uh, there were a lot of people who were wondering if he'd ever host anything again. And lo and behold, here he comes right back. He said that they asked him mid show last year if he would like to come back there you go so. that's smart ricky gervais knowing he has that no power. but he's funny yeah he is he's, he's funny of and course everybody remembers him from the office and he's had a couple of kind of those weird comedies that you know i think he there's a certain niche that really likes him but you know overall it's kind of that cold yeah you know yeah but, I, but it's good for him i'm happy that he had another good show and I'm really, really interested to see where he his career goes from here, considering that a lot of people think that The Office going to fall off after this season with the leaving of Steve Carell. I think it Ricky, is. It's going to be the... Ricky Gervais, executive producer on the show. Yeah. Well, so. I think he's one of the guys that brought it over from England. Yeah, so. so, you know, like I said, he's going to he's all of a sudden going to have a very, I think, open hole in his... Uh, we, we'd like to play the... the uh, uh, the Ricky Gervais clip, but well, to be honest with you, yes, thank you. But to be honest with you, we uh, we don't have the time, and uh, I I don't think we want to get to a point where he might say something uncensored and then, boom. <laughs> thank you, exactly. But we're gonna wrap this up. We're uh, we're we're coming up on the clock here, and uh, we have week two in the books of those Livingston brothers. It's uh it's gonna be a, a fun ride as it always is. Thank you, Pete. Thank you to Gibby Zia, snk-copcom.com, for all your fighting game news out there. Next week, we'll, of course, talk about the conference championships, and we'll have a whole lot more here on those Livingston brothers. And and we do have to close it out again with Sam's words, words of, of wisdom. wisdom. This, this coming in via text.
Once again, Sam could not make it to the studio That's today, okay. but we I swear we will get him in one of these Sundays to drop his words of wisdom. Great stuff. Funny guy. Okay. Go ahead, Pete. We need to come up with some music drop in the Yeah, back we are going to have some. This is going to be a much better produced show next week once we get our drop board on here. We're it's just getting fun. started. We this, are. this show's going to we're gonna, gonna gonna take off. We're going to take you places you've Pete, never been. We have 30 seconds. That's all I need. Go. To rock your world. Okay, Go. this is from Sam Livingston. Words of wisdom. Okay. Garlic bread without garlic is just buttered toast. <laughs> just. That's how we leave you. Blows your mind, doesn't it? Let that sink in. Next week, 11 p.m.